0: Critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon.
1: And we are on the air. Hello, listeners. I am your host, Doc G, and I'm going to turn down the volume on my headphones. That's what's going to happen there. Huh? There we go. I feel better with that volume. Alright, it is the Doc G Show, and I am your host, Dr. Jesus. With me as always, none other than the original Justin, Virgin Bat, Evangelista. The
2: OG. The only OG here. He's here.
1: He's the only person in the co-pilot right now. Yeah. We're flying uh Duo instead, duo instead of, instead of, of the, trio, twa. Yeah.
2: The, tr- the twa.
1: War. Instead of the twa, we have a duo today. But
2: it's okay, because you know what? We are going to uh, make up for Dave's absence.
1: That's right. Dave is currently, for the listeners that uh, haven't been called up to date, Dave is in LA. He is doing his California thing. Um Dave didn't really give us a reason why he was in California.
2: That man's just a good time. You know. And you know what? He's going to he's going to be partying over there, I'm pretty sure. Well, you it know seems
1: like it, it, he is. Almost a year ago. What? You uh, went on a trip and you didn't really tell me uh, <laughs> where you were going. Oh, Wait,
2: what, where where did I go?
1: I forget, right? But that Around this time? Yeah, I was like trying May, to think. May 3rd, 2017. Uh Man. I had to come up with my own reason, my great story, and I made up the totally imaginary yes. Blaze Evangelista, which in no way represents your dad, Edmund Evangelista. Nope.
2: Yeah, but- I don't know where that... Manifestation came from
1: uh, From the dome The the top of the dome His
2: dome Not mine
1: So it's Dave's time Oh It's time that I give the audience My completely fictional reason Why Dave went to California Let's do it Okay here we go listeners Uh, Justin you may know And listeners may know Dave's a pretty big fan of dogs That's a fact
2: Yeah. Yeah He's got a pretty cute one Yeah Storm
1: Yeah but what they may not know about Dave is that in his spare time, Dave is a dog trainer. Say what? Right. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Like a Cesar Milan.
1: That's right. He's so good, Cesar Milan got lessons from him. So true. That's how good Dave is at uh, dog training. Uh, because he's so great like that, he actually took up a gig with the FBI to Train their dogs, their canines, They're yes. German Shepherds. Yes. Wow,
2: are German Shepherds like the, the designated go-to. dogs? They, they are the go tos. There's yes. no other kind of breed
1: for police. Well, they have, I mean, they do have other kinds. I've seen greyhounds and some yeah. other types, but it's the German Shepherds are just so much better.
2: Going off topic, what was that one animal that like was a, a bomb squad sniffer? Was it a lizard? The,
1: the bearded dragon, bearded
2: yes. dragon, see,
1: yes, but Dave doesn't train those. No. No, that's out of his scope. He trains dogs. So Dave uh, recently got an update from the FBI that an unmarked terrorist group uh, that has members from every country in the world. So that way it doesn't offend any of our listeners. So true. Uh, all around the world <laughs> terrorism group. From
2: every part of the world that you could think of. Exactly. Ex- it's been covered by them. Exactly. They're everywhere. So
1: this unmarked terrorist group decided to infiltrate the dog training facility of the FBI. Holy. To train the dogs not to smell bombs. That way, their bombs would not be smelled by the bomb sniffing yes. dogs. Word. So, Marv Albert. What? Not the basketball yeah, announcer. Yeah, I was like, Marv Albert. But Marv Albert, the terrorist from the unmarked terrorist group, oh. infiltrated the FBI dog training program in California. And over the past couple of weeks, FBI has become increasingly wary of Marv. So, you know, instead. They decided to bring in the big guns. <laughs> they decided to bring in Dave to check this out.
2: It had to be him. He's the only hope. That's so right. So
1: Burles came into the facility, and he knew something was up with Marv. Wow. He could sense it, right? Yeah. He could tell. So he asked him what kind of dog he was currently working with. It was a German Shepherd. Okay. Yeah. But Marv guessed a kangaroo. <laughs> So wow. his cover was blown. His cover was blown. Holy he smoke! He sprinted out of the facility, but Dave was close behind him, riding on Storm. That's right. That's wow. Right. Yeah. Storm. Came, so
2: Storm came with him. Storm
1: came with him. Yeah. Holy. Dave hunted Marv to the end of the Santa Monica Pier. At the end of the pier, Dave said, "Do you hear the thunder?" Because I brought the storm. So true. Witty sound wow! Right there. Yeah. Right there uh yes. t- Storm jumped at Marv, the terrorist, and it made him jump off into the ocean. Right into the ocean, and right then the rest of the FBI team came running up behind him. And Dave says, "I wouldn't worry about this guy, Marv. It seems like he's all washed up." Yeah, and that was the end of the track. Dang, that's so he's pretty, smooth. It's pretty amazing. He had some good lines. You got to give it to
2: Dave him. Dave does have some good lines.
1: He has some good lines, and he's a he's a one heck of a trainer. Nope. One heck one, of a trainer. One heck of a dog trainer. And but
2: it, he caught the terrorists.
1: Next week, we will have that crime-fighting, dog-training heck of a guy back on the show. Yes, we will. But for now... Would you like to fire this duo up? Come
2: on, baby. Let's fire it up. Look. Fire it up, baby.
1: All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. Justin, oh my goodness, do we have a fantastic show.
2: Yes, yes sir. We, Always.
1: We have got two... World premieres, one from Bellavita, one from The Helmsman.
2: We're exclusive like We that.
1: are very exclusive. We have The Tales from... The Globe from Mr. El Jefe May. That you're
2: about to say from the crypt.
1: No, from El Jefe May. He is going around. He's going to be in Las Vegas. We're going to ask him about his Grand Canyon Rim job. We're going to ask him about the Ghost Valley Ranch. I can't wait. Yeah, Hailstorms. What? Hailstorms. That's a little teaser for you. We've also got none other than Mystic of the NBA. Mr. Claude, fly, till I die, Lathan on the show. Lego. Can you believe it? Nope. I can. Can you believe it? It's going to be a fantastic show. I just can't wait for
2: the rim drop.
1: Of friends like El Jefe May on the show. I can't wait. Let's get it going. Yes. Like the old times. So I brought a lighter. We got some pretty good birthday suits. Oh,
2: uh-huh. what is it?
1: This one's pretty famous fella. Let's start it off.
2: Let's
3: Let's President.
1: Born Let's do it. May 9th, 1949, in the Bronx, New York. Okay. Our birthday suit wearer started playing the piano, the keys, oh. at a young age. Uh, uh, even though he didn't want to do it, his mother insisted that he play the piano. When he became a teenager, he started boxing. And he actually won 22 fights in the Golden Gloves Amateur Circuit. But eventually he quit because he broke his nose and was not a fan of that. So true. In 1972, he released his first single, Captain Jack, followed by his much bigger hit, Piano Man.
2: Man, I knew it was Billy Joel.
1: Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Allentown, Uptown Girl, Longest Time, We Didn't Start the Fire, River of Dreams.
2: Anthony's song,
1: dude. Anthony's song. That's a good one. I that's, like that one. You do? Yeah, yeah. I'm probably uh I'm probably most partial to We Didn't Start the Fire, even though it's that's 80s, good eighties it's an eighties mm-hmm. Joel. I love it, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. Good jam right there. Also, or
2: for the longest time. How about that one?
1: That's a good seventies. That's a take it back to seventies. Oh. And then of course uh River of Dreams classic nineties. Love that one as mm-hmm. well. Uh he's
2: bald now. Wait,
1: what? He's been bald for a little bit.
2: Yeah, know? it's just so weird. I saw I, I watched the for the longest time he had hair. Yeah. And now he's bald. Yeah. And he's bigger. Didn't stop mm. him that's from getting Christy Brinkley in the middle. Yeah.
1: He's a. Uh, yeah. Two, two, uh, two children, I think, with He's Christy pulling Brinkley? it. I think so. Well, and he also, Ellen McPherson, the model Ellen McPherson was oh, before okay. Christy Brinkley. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what happens when you can you can sing those songs. Say you know what I'm saying? You know? I want to. All right. Are you ready? Yes, sir. To rip those headlines. Here we go. And now, the news. We called it. Huh? We called it on the show back August 30th, 2017. If listeners want to go around 11 minutes in the show, we were talking about the Scouts. Play the tape. Oh, yes. Play the tape. Yes. Second thing, if you're going to get girls to join... Might want to think about changing the name. Mm. Scouts. Yeah, just Scouts. (laughs) It could lead to some confusion down the road for those Scouts, especially the Girl Scouts, Mm. if they're in a boys' organization. I'm just saying. Gender confusion. I'm just saying. 2017.
2: Equality, baby.
1: Just put it out there. Just Scouts. If they can be Boy Scouts... Justin and I can be Girl Scouts. Sweet. Yeah, exactly. I only do it for the S- Sell some though. cookies. Sell yeah. some cookies, guys. Plus, I mean, like, we don't even have to have it scouts. They can just change it. Like, I mean, since they say they're trying to make decent humans... You know, why not just call it like the The Decent Decent Humans Club? The Decent Decent
2: Humans of America.
1: There you go. Ooh. I like it. Let's do that. Nice. So, Justin. It's
2: coming to fruition, man.
1: It is. You remember the conversation. We were talking about how girls were going into Boy Scouts. And
2: take out the the boy. And
1: and as as you heard from the tape, we said, just take out boy. Just call it Scouts. Uh, surprisingly, they didn't choose my suggestion of the Decent People's Club of America. Girl, come on. I'm not <laughs> sure. Uh, Scouts, I guess, was better than that. The but
2: DPA.
1: Whatever. But I would like to know when those Scouts get to start selling cookies instead of that godforsaken popcorn. I
2: like that popcorn.
1: <laughs> Jeez.
2: I used to sell that popcorn.
1: I used to sell the popcorn, too, but obviously...
2: You don't like it? Cookies are better. Cookies are better. That's a fact. I want some cookies right now. But
1: that's a dangerous biz. I didn't put that in these stories, but there was a recent story uh, where a guy robbed Girl Scouts wow. for for their money from what the a, cookies. What
2: a Heartless human
1: He was He was addicted to heroin So you know That he doesn't was, give him the No rise. it doesn't nope. give him the right at all <laughs> <but> I love
2: <laughs> Let's reason it out He was addicted to heroin though It so. makes
1: you do some funny things Maybe It <laughs> makes you do Anyways Just, I would never know Justin how o- That's good We don't do drugs on this program Don't folks. do drugs people uh, Justin how often do you use a GPS hmm.
2: uh, Every time I'm not in a city I know
1: okay. Okay, so you don't use it in your city. That's good. Now I'm
2: using Jacksonville, probably outside Jacksonville. Every okay. time I'm outside Jacksonville.
1: Okay. Well, this next story is a tale of why you shouldn't use it all the time. Why? Mm. John Ray Elmore, 60 years old, and John Elmore, 85-year-old, uh, uh, Sounds- decided they wanted to go to Yellowstone National Park. So have you been? I have not, I actually. feel like you've been, man. I would like to go. You Seems tra- pretty exciting. Like travel a lot. I have traveled a lot, but for some reason, just never to Yellowstone. We'll go one time. With we Dave. will. Me and you, and we'll get. We'll get Jeff. He can be our guy.
2: Oh, that is true. That's true. Wait for him. He'll yeah. be on the show. He's
1: going to be on the show coming Sweet. up. Um. So, we uh, we've got a. They're they're driving through Wyoming to get to Yellowstone uh, National Park here, and they go down the old Bear Tooth Highway right that's right so they get uh, to a sign in the road that says road closed," oh. and uh they said you know what no i don't believe it our gps is telling us that this road is open we don't believe the sign, we believe our GPS. Don't. And they went around the sign, and of course, not long after they passed the sign, they got stuck in a snowdrift. Oh,
2: no. They
1: had to be dragged out.
2: Don't rely on technology,
1: people. I mean, I...
2: Too much on technology. Yeah,
1: if I see a sign in real life in front of me, I'm probably gonna go with that real life yes, sign. That's a fact. Probably gonna go with it. I uh,
2: thought that that story would end more violently. No, no, no. Not that I wanted it, it to. It ended
1: up. Uh, they were just crappy. They were safe. Uh, they 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 got out of it and they went to Yellowstone and they're actually not gonna be ticketed because you could be ticketed. They weren't ticketed for the mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Justin, have you ever been uh, or had the urge to go to India?
2: Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. Definitely. Would you go with me?
1: Uh yeah, I'd go with you as long as we had, you know, a, a pretty nice trip because I hear yeah. it's it's not the easiest place to live. Nope. Mm. Um mm. It, it's a little bit low on the list of uh public health yeah. as far as Yeah,
2: you know that that uh the
1: Ganges is pretty dirty over pretty, there. Pretty pretty contaminated. There's some other problems going on and yeah. and this is another one to add to the list. Mm. So recently a tea vendor uh, that sells tea uh, yeah. on the trains. Uh, this train was the uh, Chennai uh, Hyderabad Express. Chennai Hyderabad? Yeah. Uh, they uh, The tea vendor was caught last week for not following sanitation rules on the train. You want to know what the violation was? Yes. He made his tea using the water from the train toilets.
2: Wait, what? Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> God. What? Ew, who gave him access to that?
1: No, thank you. That's pretty sick. They saw they, they, they had the videos of him going in Fecal to tea. the bathrooms with the big container and just emptying the and container. And coming back with the full container. Oh, Ew. God. That is not a cup of tea I want to be involved I with. I feel like
2: I could taste it. Ew. That
1: is I hope you can't.
2: Oh no, I, yeah, I, I could taste the urine.
1: What? I'm sorry if you can It's Ju- there. Justin. What's the coolest thing you've ever seen on the interstate?
2: Hmm. Hmm. No, I can't really think of anything that really pops into mind. Okay. Maybe a horse. Okay. Wham. That's it.
1: How cool would it be if you were going down the interstate and you saw thousands of dollars Flying around all over the interstate. Shoot,
2: I'd stop and pick up all those dollars, baby. There you, well, Start playing like that grab machine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The hurricane Yes, tunnel.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what drivers in Indiana going down uh, Interstate 70 saw the other day. Damn,
2: I should have been there.
1: Thousands of dollars. So a Brinks armored truck was rolling down the interstate when the back door <laughs> opened up. Wait, what? And lost roughly $600,000. Wow. This is this That's is what, crazy. This is what Corporal Brock McCoo of the uh, Indiana State Police had to say. Corporal, yeah, Corporal. Yes! Uh, sort of something out of a movie scene where you have bills, loose bills, flying all over the interstate, Seriously. vehicles stopping, people getting out of their cars. Jeez. So two things about the story. One, I feel like out of all the things that the two folks working with the truck are supposed to do. One of the most important things is, is to, to lock make, the back. Make sure the back door is locked. Come
2: on now, you're dealing with money.
1: Isn't that automatic by now? Anyways, I thought that was yeah. one of those things that it was just. It
2: just closes by itself.
1: Yeah, I guess not. Nope. The second they said an estimated six hundred thousand, they didn't know how much they lost. What? Like, I feel like when you're in the business of transporting money, it's a pretty good idea to ha- have. You know, the exact amount of how much yeah. money you're carrying. It's yes! probably a good idea. Another one of those important components. Lastly, the cop said anyone picking up this money is committing theft and can be arrested. Wait, what? What? This seems like one of those finders, keepers situations. I think to so. Me. It has to be so, I mean, listeners, if you're in Indiana walking around on the sidewalk and you see a $20 bill, take don't it. pick it up. Just take You'll it. You'll be arrested.
2: Take it and nope. suffer the consequences. Like, I
1: mean, if they don't even know how much money they had, how are exactly. they even going to track that money? Come on. You don't yeah. have any idea, guys. I was gonna say,
2: can they track that money?
1: Well you would think they would actually have right? the numbers listed They'd in there. They'd be able to. They'd have like the actual serial code on, them, you know. But seriously. Yeah, but I don't Who know. Who knows? I don't know. Indiana, look out. There's I'm probably a there. couple hundred thousand left. Sweet. Uh Justin, have you ever lived with roommates? Once. Once. Well, a
2: roommate. That was my freshman
1: year of college. Was was it tough?
2: No, nah, he's actually really cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. N- nothing too crazy.
1: It's tough when you got, tur- you know, when you got turd roommates, man. No,
2: nah, he's, he's a really nice guy.
1: I used to eat a lot of my old roommates' food. Girl, come on. You know, Mike, Joe, Julian, Leo, Luke, Brandon. Sorry for eating your food.
2: We shared
1: food, so that was there cool. you go. Like,
2: We had, like, trade offs. It was a community. I would give like him a stack of Oreos for. I don't know. Bacon. What?
1: Trade. <laughs> yes. All healthy food tray. Yeah, it's pretty healthy. <laughs> so, anywho, uh, it's really tough, apparently, for a man from Tampa who'd had enough of his roommates. Brandon McRae had had enough of his roommates because he expect he suspected his roommates of stealing his socks. Blam That's okay. right. I'd probably
2: be bothered by that
1: probably be bothered he was too and he was really bothered and he was like you know what i had enough of this and he left the apartment he came back with a ninja sword
2: wait what and a, katana? Tri-
1: a katana yes and tried plan planned on hacking these people to death for taking his shoes you mean serious business I You bring out a katana i researched it I really felt like he was from Australia, but he's not. No. You know, I mean, if he would have came out with a chainsaw, it would have been clear cut. Yes, No yes. pun intended. Actually, it was. Oh, clear cut. Yes. Dang, you're on fire. I know. Justin, there was a group of goobers gathered in Birmingham, England. Goopy goobers. Hmm. What kind of gathering, you ask? What is it? Well, it was the first UK... Flat Earth Convention.
2: Oh, my God. I hate people. (laughs) That's a fact. Are you serious? They made a convention? A
1: convention. Now, they had a lot of things to discuss at this convention. Um, One of the main things very important to address uh, with this whole Flat Earth idea uh, is what happens when you get to the end of the Earth. So true. Obviously, there's a question. You fall off. Yeah. Of course. Um, and right. why haven't these been reported of these fall-offs, right? <laughs> so we have to we have to come up. Uh, the Flat Earth Convention had to come up with a reason of uh, why this happens. Um, they decided it's obviously not because the world is a sphere and you just keep going round and round like Magellan found out uh 800 years ago. Um, it's because it's basically like Pac-Man. What? And you teletransport. Oh, to another From, si- from the other side. Yeah. Zoop, right oh, to the other true, side. true, true. You just shoot right over there. Be-
2: no, it's not right,
1: people. <laughs> because that's obviously much more logical than the sphere that we know the Earth to be. It's called the Pac-Man model. <laughs> Conference organizer Gary John... Gary John Two first names Said we're seeing an explosion of interest in flat earth theories And a great thing Increasing mistrust of governments
4: Wait, what? Uh,
1: I I gotta be honest, Gary No government that exists today Existed when we discovered that the earth Earth was was round What do you think? happened when empires were conquered. They conquered, and they're like, oh, hey, we're conquering you, but is there anything you want us to continue? And they're like, we got a great conspiracy going. (laughs) We we made everybody think the earth is round. You got to keep that going, too. And they're like, oh, my God, that's awesome. We totally will. Don't worry. No, they didn't. It's because it's the truth.
2: You idiots, you trolls. What? Stop this madness it, now. Yes, please. Kyrie, you
1: see what you did, Kyrie? It's all your fault, man. God, you're so annoying. It's weird. I don't get it. Justin, you know what we do on this show? Hmm.
2: We talk about records. We
1: do, but what else do we do?
2: Dang, I thought you I had you.
1: I know. We do world There's awesomeness. We do world premieres, man. We do. We do world premieres. Guess what? We've got another world premiere. Of what? Surprise me. Wait, what? We've got a world premiere from our bros and lady from Bella Vita.
2: Oh, true, 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 That's true. That's
1: right. Yes. They got a new single out called Life's A Bore. Oh. oh. Listeners, don't worry. Life's only a bore when you don't listen to enough Bella Vita or The Doc G Show. That's a fact. That's the only time that's There true. you go. But for now, listen to the single. Here it is. It's Bella Vita with Life's a Bore. Oh,
0: life's a bore. I leave. Can't you let your die? Your minds are broken, and all are spoken in mine. Where'd you going for? How'd you spare your time? The light stays spoken in mine, and I, and I, I would, would never, never When their God is never kind The reason is far behind I find it hard to crown you From the comfort of your kind Give it on God In my case I'd have a lot. Think that they, they can tell me what they know when their God is never kind Reason is far behind I find it hard to quell you From the comfort of your kind
1: And we are back off of that awesome world premiere. Yes, from Bella Vita, that was them with their song, Life's a Bore. That's a fact. But moving on to very exciting topics with very exciting people, we, of course, have none other than Mr. Claude, fly till I die. Lathan, hit the soundbite.
3: Claude, fly till I die.
1: Yes, am I right?
5: <laughs> I love it, I love it Y'all went all out for me
1: We were how long was that, Justin? Me, I'm 20 <laughs> minutes? Upwards to an hour oh, Wow, Justin, Whoa. really, okay It, it wasn't 20 me, minutes Y'all are too great Yeah, I know, we did a lot for you, man It's <laughs> what we do We are Diving deeper and deeper into the playoffs.
0: Say what? Oh, Claude so deep. is
1: deep into his playoff bunker. Sweet. He is is what? Diligently writing notes on all teams, analyzing the crap out of those teams. You don't even know. Nope. You
2: don't even I'm, know. Nope.
5: It's I'm cl- lucky I put enough food in this bunker because I've been my eyes have been glued to the TV.
2: That's right. That
5: True. is right.
1: You know how we do this, listeners. We go back and forth. We have just Justin here, so it will be going back and forth. Justin to Claude on the hot seat with all the questions.
2: Just geniuses back-to-back.
1: Yeah, just geniuses back-to-back. Well stated, Justin. (laughs) Okay, so... Uh, Are you ready to go, Claude? Hmm. I am more than ready. Let's do this. Who goes first
2: in this chess match? It would be Claude. Oh, nice. I like it.
1: Okay, here we go. Claude, first off, been very interesting in the Eastern Conference side of things. Why are the Celtics doing so well when they don't have Kyrie or Hayward? Go. Yeah!
5: Two words. Brad Stevens. I
1: like it.
5: I mean, Al Horford even said after their Game Three win against Philly that Brad's a genius. The play he drew up to win that game at the end—you um, know—it takes the players executing, but Brad's the mastermind behind it all. Uh, but what makes the Celtics special is they have that next man up mentality. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, many in the Celtics upper management—they they don't believe or they never believed that this was their year because of the injuries. Uh, But what you've seen happen is Terry Rozier's turned into a mini Kyrie. Mm -hmm. Jalen Brown's turned into a mini Gordon Hayward. (laughs) So I want you to think about that and then add when they get those two guys back for next season. So this isn't their year, but they're playing with, you know, no regard. And and they've really got the camaraderie going. So I think Brad Stevens at the helm, Al Horford's leadership, and the rest of those guys filling the slots, they're dangerous. Yeah!
1: I like it, Justin. Last yes, week, Drake started an argument with Kendrick Perkins. Do you think Drake could have won that fight versus any Cavaliers?
2: He could have definitely won it against Jose Calderon. What? For really? sure.
1: uh, Okay. All but
2: right. no, man, not with Perk. That guy is scary.
1: Keep in mind, Drake is six feet tall and 170 pounds. That's a fact.
2: Oh, is he 170 for real? That's
1: apparently, yes. <laughs> apparently. Uh okay uh take it take it one uh uh one deeper Claude we're going to move on to you we're going to go to the uh, west coast now or well western conference what does minnesota need to do for next year to have them to another level. Hmm.
5: You know, Hopefully they can add a couple small pieces in free agency. Jamal Crawford's going to opt out of his contract, and I don't know if he's looking to go back or try and finally settle on a championship squad. But I know him being there and his veteran leadership has definitely helped the team, but what they need to do to to take the next step is Andrew Wiggins has got to settle in as the third option. Uh, He's got to be more efficient, and he needs to be okay with playing team basketball. Uh, I think he'd even say that he, this wasn't his strongest season this past year. He averaged less in almost every category from a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Butler coming over helped or didn't help with that much. But, you know, he wants to be a one or two option, but on this team, he needs to learn to be the third option um, and be a little bit more efficient. And hopefully True. that'll help the Wolves.
1: Amen. Amen. True I was hoping that. they would do better. That was a sad series, Same. them and the Rockets. I know. Hey, th-
5: they were rolling before the Butler injury now.
1: They were. They were. Justin, huh? we just talked about some fights. Mm hmm. Speaking of those fights, who would win, Rondo or Draymond Green? Hmm.
2: <sighs> I don't know. Rondo's a pretty long guy, He's so very like, there, I feel like their reach is like about the same. But mm-hmm. I think, I think Draymond. Draymond. You gotta take Draymond with the hype, man. You oh, know.
1: Follow up. Okay, follow it up. Who would win in a fight, Draymond or Charles Barkley?
2: <laughs> Charles Barkley now or Charles Barkley? No, now. Prime now. Hmm. It's not. It's not Chuck. It's not Chuck. not
1: Chuck. It's not Chuck Charles right now. man. Charles would just man. have to sit on him. Yeah, that's
2: true. He could do that. He's got some if extra weight. If he does weight. that, then it's over.
1: <laughs> got some extra weight nowadays. Claude, is the OKC three? Staying together.
2: Ooh.
5: All right. So uh, Carmelo has a player option for around 28 million this coming year, mm-hmm. and he has to figure out if he's happy averaging, you know, 16 plus points per game on a team who can't make it out of the first round. Uh, on a team where he's subject to blame for losing and on a team where Steven Adams is arguably the third best option for that squad. Mm. Uh, I think Look, Carmelo okay. has proven over his career that he goes for the money, but I would love to see him decline his option and go play with his buddy LeBron mm. uh, to end his career. I think it would be a great way to close the chapter of his career. Uh, if he opts in, I don't think the Thunder can find a trade partner. Um, nobody's going to want to take on that money. Maybe it's an expiring contract, but it'll be tough to make that work, so I i say it's 50-50 right now if he's in a Thunder uniform. Mm. Well,
1: I will say that the uh, riding it out into the sunset with LeBron didn't work so well for Dwayne Wade. So I I don't know (laughs) if we're doing the same with Carmelo. But Justin, Lonzo Ball's first mixtape, Born to Ball, came out in February. How many times have you listened to the album? I
2: actually haven't listened to it. Mm. I just don't believe in it.
1: That's good. (laughs) <laughs> That's good. I, I don't know.
2: I'm not That's I wasn't the acceptable the fan. I was answer.
1: Like, really? You're coming out with music guy? He feels like it's a real dope set of I fire songs. So. I think it's just uncomfortable.
2: Goodness. But you know who is a decent rapper though. Dame.
1: Yes. Wow. Yeah, we're on it. He's pretty good, he is man. Nice. I, I hear like him. I hear good things from other NBA players yes. giving him props. Claude Do you think the Celtics will be any competition for the Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference Finals? Hmm.
5: I think that they'll be tough. Uh, They have no fear like we talked about. We mentioned earlier, but as LeBron has shown over these playoffs and really his career, he is not a man to bet against um, as arguably the greatest player of all time. I can't see him losing to a Celtics team without Kyrie and Gordon playing. Uh, So I think the Cavs will prevail, but the Celtics will definitely go down fighting. Uh, I I would probably give it uh, six games for the Mm. Cavs.
1: Holy. Justin, this past week, the Utah Jazz beat the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA's NBA 2K League. I saw that. What? Did you know this league existed before you saw that? Yes, it
2: did. I, I, I did know. I thought it was kind of like a... I don't know. It's just awkward.
1: Did you know that they make a $30,000 salary for being on the team, each one of those players? 32000 Sorry. Thirty-two thousand dollars. You got be- that bag. Got to become an e-player, Collect Justin. A check, baby, e-player. Esports. Uh, that's e- what, sports That's
2: what uh, Terrence was telling us about, it's man. He said it was wave. it was on the wave.
1: What a nerd that Terrence,
2: dude. He he, <laughs> he projected that though. <laughs>
1: he did. He did. All right, Claude. Most people think that Houston is going to close out the series against the Jazz. What do the Jazz have to do to take that next step? Hmm.
5: All right, so Utah can't sign a big free agent, and that's not their fault. It's mainly where they're located, and you have to be a Darren Williams-type personality to really enjoy Utah as an NBA player. Most of those guys love the nightlife and all that. Uh, But what Utah's going to have to do if they can't sign anyone is let Donovan Mitchell grow, continue to grow. Derek Favors is really going to have to take another leap. Uh, He had started this past year. He was kind of delegated to the bench a little bit. Mm -hmm. He lost his starting spot. And he got it back. I'd like to see him take another step. Uh, Ricky Rubio, I'd like to see him go go back to averaging a few more assists. He was down a little this year. Um, but as long as the Warriors and Rockets stay intact and Utah doesn't make any significant changes, I don't see them making the finals mm. anytime soon, barring injury.
3: Mm. Mm. Jeez. Justin. Go-,
5: go Bears a good starting piece. I will say that, but you got to add more.
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry,
2: mm-hmm. Spider.
1: Justin. Why the hell is Meek Mill and Gucci Mane hanging out with Robert Kraft at Celtics games?
2: Dude, they're discussing ownership stuff, of course. That's weird. You know Gucci Mane's going to be a minority owner in the Patriots. Wait,
1: what? Really? No, I'm joking. <laughs> but that would be awesome, though. Uh, Did you see the... Uh... I really don't see that happening. Robert Kraft giving up part Who of knows? his ownership. But
2: I'm. you know what? <laughs> I'm curious about everybody praising Meek Mill after he's come out of jail. I yeah. feel like they're treating him like he's Nelson Mandela or something.
1: Well, he went for what what did he go
2: for? I have no clue. Gun charges? Maybe. Is that weird for me to assume?
1: I think so. Dang but it. I think you're right. I think it's I'll gun charges. I'll check it over the break. Like, we'll saw, check over like, the break. An article We like, will correct it if it's not correct. Yeah. But Claude, next question is Rondo underappreciated
3: hmm.
5: uh, Rajan Rondo led the NBA in
1: assists in
5: 2016 with the uh, Sacramento Kings mm-hmm. and he averaged he averaged 11.7 and I bet that you can't tell me one other person who was on that roster other than Boogie Cousins Nope. Uh, Rick Carlisle, and he led the league in assists with that. Rick Carlisle and Rondo didn't get along in Dallas, and that hurt his reputation because Carlisle's held in such high esteem around the league. Mm-hmm. But he was never washed up, and his Celtics days will always be his best days. But True. his playoff days on any team are his best play in general. Playoff Rondo is real, whether he likes admitting that or not. And uh, I think the guy is a born leader. He's a wizard with his passing. Maybe the best since Magic Johnson and John Stockton, and even better than Steve Nash. Wow! Uh, we all need Ooh. to order some Rondo jerseys, to be honest. Yes. This man is underappreciated. Very nice. Dang. I like it.
2: Hot take right there. That's Justin,
1: back. it's been announced that Stephen A. Smith will host a Sports Center special before each of the weeknight finals games. Will this be the loudest pregame special ever in history?
2: It might just be. It might be.
1: You will literally have to turn your TVs on TV to one, but it will be like at 20. Exactly. He is so loud. Claude. He's just passionate about sports. He's very passionate for no apparent reason whatsoever. He loves it. Uh, This is why he's paid the big bucks. Claude, Warriors versus Cavaliers for the championship—is that going down? Hmm. Uh,
5: yeah, I do believe it is. I think that the Warriors are going to end up topping the Rockets, and I think that uh, the Cavs, as I said earlier, are going to end up topping the Celtics, which F- is surprising. I, I I feel like Philadelphia really had a chance to to make that competitive and, and get a good shot, but you know this wasn't just like the Celtics that they don't plan this being their year. I'll Philly see- didn't plan on this being their year either, so.
1: I'll say Ben Simmons just didn't look ready to play, man. He didn't look ready to play.
5: He, he made some really big rookie mistakes and you know, yeah. talked about
2: getting loud. Mistakes. He went
5: off on Brett Brown <laughs> after the Game 3 loss. Um, and, and man, he ranted on Brett Brown. But Brett Brown isn't the guy on the court playing. He Granted, he didn't draw up the best plays, but when Ben Simmons is getting a rebound and putting a shot back up when they have a one-point lead with 17 seconds left in the game, that's a rookie mistake. That's mm. not Brett Brown's fault.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Justin, J.R. Smith credits his golf game for helping him process the pressure of the playoffs. Do you think that J.R. Smith will ever play on the PGA tour?
2: Hmm. Hmm. I think so.
1: Awesome. And I would love
2: to I'd love to see him do it shirtless.
1: <laughs> How awesome would it be? With a for bottle him? of henny to get the green jacket. My God. The green
2: jacket and shirtless.
1: I th- That'd be awesome. Man, the people at Augusta, their heads would explode yeah, if that would. was the guy putting the green jacket on. <laughs> My gosh. I would love to see that. Claude. Give me your finals MVP. Who's it going to be? It is
5: going to be Mr. Stephen Curry. Wow. Getting his first finals MVP coming off the injury, I think. um, He'll get it showing what he does for the Warriors team. uh, It just means so much for that squad. And Unless LeBron plays well enough to win finals MVP on a losing team like he did in 2015, and they give the award to whoever defends him, and yes, I'm talking to you, Andre Iguodala, mm-hmm. Steph is going to win that. hmm
3: hmm hmm mm-hmm.
1: I see. Good stuff, Claude. I like it. Uh, Claude, are you ready for a birthday suit? Hmm.
5: I've never been more ready in my life.
1: Okay, this is a history birthday oh. suit. Ooh, fancy. Yes, yes. Born in May 9th, 1800. Holy what? In Torrington, Connecticut. Our birthday suit wearer had several failed businesses. He uh, he failed at about 20 businesses before he started focusing on an anti-slavery job. He started becoming an abolitionist, if you will. In 1859, he conducted the Harper's Ferry Raid, which was an attempt at a slave rebellion, hmm. which turned out to be very unsuccessful. Pretty much completely unsuccessful. He was captured and tried for treason. He ended up being found guilty and was hung. Most people credit his attempted raid as one of the main catalysts for the Civil War. Name that birthday suit wearer. Hmm. Oh, man. I'm lost. Um
5: I think I know who it is, but... It's only because of a joke from high school with a friend. Who is um, it? Give a guess. Is, is it John Brown?
0: John Brown! What's the joke?
5: A guy named Dale DeBose we love shout outs on the show of shout course out to Dale Debose. yes from Lawrence Manning Academy in uh-huh. ninth and 10th grade I went there and we used to talk about John Brown in a joking way sometimes <laughs> and that is why I know the answer to this
1: there lesson. you go joke saved history there it is that's awesome <laughs> I love it I love it yes and as I've mentioned before Man. on the show I can't remember when I mentioned it but John Brown is also mentioned by Denzel Washington's character uh, Coach Boone in the movie uh, Remember the Titans. He Uh, says John Brown uh, three different times. Uh, Yes.
5: Good fun fact.
1: That's a good fun fact there. Uh, Once again... Claude I want to thank you for being on the show man always taking time to be on the Doc G show
5: anytime uh, for the show is worth taking and that's for sure
1: yes very nice All right, Claude well we're going to definitely have you on in the off season we want to get down to the bottom of this off season because no doubt it's going to be drama filled as per usual that's
5: right hey buckle up it's going to be wild it's going to be a really crazy finish
1: my goodness we are going to take a break we are going to play a song from our main men down in Jupiter Florida, The Helmsman this is off their most recent EP Field Trip we're going to hear the newest single Wait and See we will be right back with Mr. L Jefe May let's do
2: it
0: 40 days and for 40 nights land is wet from melted ice Stepping through the puddles Wonder if the compass is gonna take me home There's oil in my bloodstream And plastic in my eyes And I can't help the feeling That if I die, that will be alright. sidewalk and falling in the street and I'm on top of a burning building while your prophet washes my feet contaminated water and nothing left to eat well I'd love to build a house someday if I couldn't make ends meet I guess I'll wait and see whoa whoa And, see. and let me into trash your house. Let me sleep on your couch. We're creeping through your sleepy town, quiet as a mouse. Used to grow from the tree used to swim in the sea, we're chopping up your salty nets and sharpening our teeth like that's the way I see, whoa. Five point five. Spinnaker Wheel. WSKR LPFM, UNF
3: Jacksonville.
1: And we are back on the show, back from that fantastic song by the Helmsman. Love them. Love those guys down there. But we got another person that we love on the line right now. We got to go to the newest segment of the Doc G Show, the segment known none other as Where in the World is El Jefe. We are on the air with Mr. Jeff May. Jeff, how's it going, man? Hmm.
4: We're living right now, hanging out with... The Mormons
1: in Utah. Oh, fantastic. Justin likes to shout (laughs) them out on our show often. The storming Mormons. He's a big fan. Jeff, (laughs) has it been an action-packed
4: week for you so far? It has been an insane week.
1: Oh, my God. Full of
4: highs and lows, but we have gotten through it.
1: Very nice. Well, let's first address your sleeping quarters. Uh, I hear you've been sleeping in a lot of Walmart parking lots. Nice. Hmm.
4: That is absolutely correct.
3: Very nice. Um
4: I turned the trunk of my car that I got here into a a nice little sleeping pad. Sweet. That's and impressive. I just cruise into the old Walmarts and uh the 24-hour ones. You can't get caught up in the uh, ones that close at 12. they will get you there. Yeah, that's But that's, it's
1: cozy. It, that's intense, man. Now, I'm guessing it like goes through the back seat.
4: Yes, the back seats are down. Okay. Uh so I pretty much fit fit like a fit like a Lego block in there, nice and snug. I nice. like it,
1: man. That sounds good. That sounds good. Very Square, exciting. Uh, Ghost Ranch, you went to in New Mexico, right? Mm. Yes. You got caught in some inclement weather. What happened there?
3: Mm.
4: Well, I have never seen or been around hail. Yeah. Um. So it seemed like just about every cloud that I came across in New Mexico, leading to Ghost Ranch, and while I was there, uh, carried a whole bunch of pleasant hail uh, <laughs> that would absolutely decimate both my car and myself
1: if I was caught outside. What was the biggest? What was the biggest hail piece you saw in these storms?
4: I really, I don't think they were too immense. Not but, softball size. No, but from Boom. my Feeble and scared perspective, they were they look like golf balls coming at me, but I'd imagine they were more like little pellets.
1: Yeah, okay, okay, but you were a little intimidated. Any exciting things on the ghost ranch? Did you see any ghosts? Hmm,
4: no ghosts, okay, but uh, probably the most open sky I've seen uh, in a long time. A lot of scar, a lot of stars, a lot of a lot of moonlight,
3: Very uh, nice. so it was.
4: That was more uh, the atmosphere there was pretty impressive.
1: Love it. Love it. So then you went on from the uh, Ghost Ranch onto your rim job at the Grand Canyon. So from rim to rim, 12 and a half hours, am I right? Say what? That is
4: correct. 12 hours and 37
1: minutes. Very nice. Is that a world record? Hmm.
4: Not by a long shot. you got about, you got to half it and then take off about 15 minutes, and then you've got the world record.
1: Okay, so they went a little bit faster. Just a, they beat a teens, me there. The teens. <laughs> uh, most interesting thing about the Grand Canyon, what did you see that just knocked your socks off?
4: The Grand Canyon itself yep. is unlike anything I have ever seen before. Now, um, let me
1: stop you there. Let me get an image in my head. Apparently, what I hear, it's a big hole. Am I am I sort of right at that? It's a big crevice, almost what you would can call a canyon. Mm. Is that it? Yes. Okay. True. Now. Yes. Okay. Okay. I've got it in my head now. But on a grand now, scale. Now you got to
4: stretch it to as far as your eye can see. Yeah. And then some.
1: Wow, that's a big canyon um, right there.
4: It is. Yes. Insane.
1: Did, did you see any uh, wildlife while you were there?
4: Um, there were a lot of elk. Elk. And uh, mm. they're huge, yeah. much bigger than I thought.
2: Did
1: you, and did you wrestle any of them? or Did like... you pet them?
4: Wait, what? I don't know if I would have tried that one because I feel like you would have put me out in about a round and a half. Oh. So,
3: mm. Mm. Feisty um,
4: <laughs> They would just sort of meander on through the, the visitor center and pretty much the little town up there. Yeah. You would be turning a corner coming from the cafeteria and there would be an elk trying to jump the fence because it wanted to eat a tree hmm. uh, Girl, so that was pretty much the norm oh, i that, suppose there
1: feisty elk man now how long was it from rim to rim hmm.
4: 24.3
1: miles is what uh we did 24.3 <laughs> miles so you were huffing at about a two mile per hour pace there pretty slow on those trails huh
4: in the, we did a, the downhill portion was about 14 and a half miles. Okay. And um, that was done in about, in a little over five hours. Okay. Now, the coming up part was about nine and a half or uh, so. Okay. And that took about seven and a half hours Okay. Uh, to so, go up.
1: So significantly slower with the increase in altitude, I see.
4: Yes. I see. It goes down a mile and then pretty much up a mile.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Uh that's a lot actually now that I think about it. That's a, that's a good bit. <laughs> um now another thing that the listeners may not know about Jefe is that you're uh, a big climber. You're probably the greatest uh, climber <laughs> the world has ever seen. So that's just an estimation.
4: Um I I've, I've got to be in the top 2. I don't know there you go. Two thousand.
1: I hear you. Obviously, Dang. no doubt. I put you no, numero uno as far as climbers that I know <laughs> uh, in person. Um, so, you climbed epinephrine. Is that the is that the term there? Epinephrine.
4: Yes. No. Um, where is Epi? That is in Red Rocks,
1: Nevada. Oh.
4: Right next, to about thirty minutes south, uh, west. Of Vegas.
1: Okay. All right. Was it, I mean, was it heart pumping? Was it, was it adrenalizing?
4: Um, I was severely outclassed by it. Um,
1: okay. I did not imagine it would be. A climber that knows his limits. I like it. It's humbling.
4: It, uh, (laughs) I knew what I was getting into and I knew just about all the ins and outs of the climb and what I needed to do and where it would get tough. Yeah. And it's still, uh, kicked the shit out of me, so... Oh,
1: no. Horrible. I'm sorry. But it was a great experience.
4: Absolutely. Again, it was 2,000 some odd feet up, and it took us about uh, 11 hours or so up and down.
1: Man, you got some climbs going, man. Have you been listening to a lot of Miley Cyrus lately? <laughs> it's the climb. <laughs> Not yet. That's on the agenda for later, though. <laughs> yeah, there it is. I like it. So Dang, did you it. do anything in Las Vegas? Did you did you party there, any in the LV? Uh, what I will
4: be honest about is okay. I thought there would be a lot more strip clubs yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. And none. And none. That I you could did find. not see a single one. I might have just been looking in the wrong places. Oh, uh,
2: this
1: sucks. That's that's outrageous, man. Somebody but, needs uh, to do something about that in Las Vegas. We'll put some more strip clubs <laughs> in there. Maybe no, were, I
4: didn't. Uh,
1: maybe you were looking in the it. wrong places. Maybe that was it.
4: I was in maybe too nice of an area yeah. or maybe
1: too bad of an
4: area yeah. one or the
1: other yeah. hmm one of the one of the two sounds like it would work but did you find anything else exciting
4: uh no not so much i wasn't the biggest fan of vegas okay. and they have very strict walmart parking policies oh, oh. so I, uh, <laughs> I had to go ahead and get on out of there cuz they had security guards patrolling and uh Girl, come on. they were kicking people out left and right for uh Parking there for more than 20 minutes, it felt Lawyering, like lingering, dude. Come
1: on, lingering. What's the problem, LV?
4: Get some. See, that was that was a Walmart that closed it at midnight. Yeah. That's where I went wrong.
1: Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's a big deal there. That's a big so deal. So then
4: I had to go to the uh, sort of the, the, the welcoming comfort of Utah <laughs> where they have Walmarts open all the time.
1: Awesome. And actually
4: designated spots. Thank I you. love it.
1: I love it. Well, now let me ask, uh, uh, so, so far for the two weeks that we've talked to you in where in the world is El Jefe May, what would you say the highlight of the whole trip has been? When you look back over, I mean, the Cornbread Festival, uh, Chasing Gnomes, Ghost Ranch, uh, Rim Jobs. Gnomes. What's the best thing so far? Hmm.
4: It's going to have to be my 12-hour rim job. Oh, that's um, so man. awesome.
1: So that was it really, was, it was majestic.
4: <laughs> it was, again, I have never pushed myself so hard in my life, and I think I've torn my Achilles oh, doing it. Jeez, that's, but, that's um, serious. You need the one of those. The people I met you need both of were, those. there was a veteran that I met and was uh, hiking with, Yeah, and then a 68-year-old woman. -hmm. Who had done the Grand Canyon 69 times? Wow. So so
1: you really felt like a a loser compared to her. mm. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs)
4: Because she was not even, she had like one tiny little water bottle with her, and I had about 18 gallons of water on me.
1: Just be be truthful, Jeff. Did you get her uh, to piggyback you back up the other side? Is that why it took so long? Probably. Hmm.
4: I was trying to hint for her to (laughs) let me use one of her walking sticks, but... uh, She wasn't having any of it. She wasn't biting on that one. So instead, uh, I bought her a beer at the end and said thank you for... uh,
1: Awesome giving me my time. emotional
4: support. I
1: love it, man. Very nice. Jeff always giving back to the people. That's right. one of the things that makes him El Jefe. <laughs> All right. Jeff, give us the rundown. What's what's the plans for next week when we call you? Where are you going to be at? What's going to go down by then? Hmm.
4: This coming week, it's going to be a whole lot of Utah. Right, right.
1: Because you a, are a meeting with, of... with our friend uh, and no doubt avid listener of the show colby that's right. that's right that
4: is who i'm going to uh crash into and uh, hopefully he's gonna let me wash my clothes at least is he gonna let and, you uh,
1: stay in a bed does he have a bed available hmm. you know
4: if he doesn't i think i'm just gonna drive to his house what? but
1: i not i uh, like it that's good that's what normal guests do right
4: nope <laughs> but I'm, I'm confident he'll uh he'll he'll welcome me in and Maybe teach me a thing or two about the Book of Mormon while I'm there. Amazing.
1: Ooh. Amazing. So you'll have deets on the on the Mormon religion for us. What else? Is there anything else by the time that we call you next week? Will you have already left Utah, or what's the deal there?
4: It will be my final day in Utah. It will be Sunday. Uh, so we'll be hitting up... Um, A couple climbing spots. We'll hit up Zion.
1: Oh, nice. I hear good things about Zion.
4: I'll stay in a couple more Walmarts along the way. Lovely. And uh, keep my eyes open for whatever happens in Utah. I really don't know yet.
1: He's going to keep it open. I like it. I can't wait to hear uh, your tales of Utah and the Mormon life. Uh, I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic, Jeff. Jeff, do you want to stick around and do a birthday suit here? Hmm.
4: Absolutely. I'm always ready. Let's do it.
1: Fantastic. All right. Uh, you missed the last one, Jeff. Jeff, we just had one. It was a history lesson. It was John Brown. Uh, our NBA analyst, Claude Latham, nailed it. Uh, Lucky he was here because I could tell Justin had no idea who it was. Yeah, I don't know who (laughs) the heck that is. Uh, Okay, so here we go. Born May 9th, 1975 in Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm. Our birthday suit wearer was around football his whole life. He ended up going to Fresno State and playing quarterback from 94 to 96. He actually gave up his final year of playing to be an assistant coach, part of the coaching staff. He then went on to coach at Colorado State as a graduate assistant, then at USC, then for the Oakland Raiders, then Tennessee, University of Tennessee, then back to USC and then to Alabama. This is this is Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin is correct. Daniel Tosh. Ooh, good. He does look a lot like Dan, uh, yeah. Daniel Tosh. You know, I did think though when I was uh, doing this, um, there was a there was a picture of him where there was like a shadow on his face but it sort of looked like a mustache and i really feel like lane kiffin needs to grow out a mustache
3: yeah (laughs) i mean
1: he's got a creepy enough personality (laughs) that that mustache will work out perfectly for him that will be a fantastic thing for him to have i'm just saying i'm just saying (laughs) uh el jefe did you know that was lane kiffin Hmm.
4: You know, I was I was catching on to it if once you got to the uh, went to FAU part. I think I would have pretty much yeah
1: yeah. I was getting wrapped there. it up. I was getting there. Sorry. I was about to be there. Uh, he's doing good things. Yes. Doing good things in the FAU. Staying out of somewhat out of trouble. Doing, somewhat doing some interesting tweets as he tends to do. He's a tweeter, <laughs> you guys. He's a yes. tweeter. Uh, El Jefe. Until next time, man. It has been a blast, uh, but thanks for coming on the show.
4: Yes! I appreciate you guys having me on again.
1: Yes, we will be back again with Al Jefe, of course, next week. And uh, he will have his tales of the, the Mormon of country. The I can't wait. Dang. I can't right. wait. We'll see you then, Jeff. All right, brother. Y'all take care. El Jefe, man, so awesome. El Jefe, that that of course that's that's the topper for the show, man. Fantastic. That's such
2: a fun thing to do, honestly. You
1: know, he's he's living by the seat of his pants, man. He's being free. He's being free out there. So he brought his own car, right? He brought his own car. And he's just living out of that thing. Apparently, made himself a little cocoon in there. That's and he cool just, though. Yeah, he's he's you know easy easy breezy. He's probably listening to Eagles' "Peaceful Easy Feeling" just over I and got over a again.
2: Peaceful, easy feeling. Uh,
1: that's what he's doing over and yes. over and over again. It's beautiful. Amen. It's a beautiful thing. He's out there climbing, talking to Colby. I can't wait. Say what? to live vicariously again through him next week it's gonna be fun it will be I, I don't even know how long this thing is gonna go nope he could just do this longer than our <laughs> show even lasts. yeah like. <laughs> I, want,
2: I wonder shoot it just keeps going he, just, he goes to like Europe you
1: know yeah he or, extends it it's yeah, like it's like a spinoff Africa, of a Asia. regular show and it's gonna be where in the world is El Jefe oh my God. and he's just gonna go to Antarctica he better plug gonna, us yeah, if that he better keep it going yeah! anyways guys We've got some great shows coming the next weeks. We, I mean, we've still got Lettuce coming on. We've still got Dumpster Funk coming on. We've Dumpster Funk. We've got Grant Lyon coming on. Great comedian. Can't wait for him to come on. We've got... Uh, who else do we have? We've got plenty of great other guests coming yeah, on. Yeah, man. You
2: just have... That's a fact. You, I always tell you this. You kill it on the guests. I'm,
1: I am a recruiter of the best. What can I say? Wow. I want the best Ron, on our show. G- yes.
2: I said... Recruit, recruit I think you said, said best and I said best too no I said guest.
1: you said you said guest. I said best yeah it was a rhyme congratulations to us oh it we're Didn't basically run it. DMC oh my anyways guys I have been your host Dr. Joseph. with me As always, none other Justin, Virgin Bat, Evangelista Yes
2: sir, baby, it's been a It's been a great show as always
1: As always, man, until next week Zip it up and zip it out
2: zippity doo da People, cheers